Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Glass Onion Minute. We are on minute number 138, and this is a minute that is just full of VFX. Uh, things that are going on, uh, people, and just so many names. So, uh, breaking it down with you, I am your host for this week, Ryan Murphy. I'm here with my guest for this week, Declan Craggs. Hi, Declan. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I guess, where do, where do you want to start with this minute? Uh, we've got a lot of folks that we can talk about. Yeah, there's, there's several. I mean, I, uh, again, picked out a couple of names. Um, uh, a David Sadler Coppard. It's a double-barreled name, so. Yeah. So posh. Uh, and he works for Outpost VFX. And he, yeah, he's done some other work. He's not, well, he has done, I say he hasn't done much. I just picked up some things on you. He has done things that I haven't heard of. Um, but he, he had also worked on Avenue 5, which I, uh, which I like. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Life, the film Life. Yeah. Uh, and he did an episode of Star Trek Discovery, which uh, oh. makes, him, makes him cool. Anyone that works yeah. on anything Star Trek, I think, is cool. Yeah, it that is an interesting pull, just because it like I hadn't. Um, I feel like Avenue Five came out in a very odd time, uh, just because I I remember watching it like early during uh, the pandemic, so there was like an extra bit of like anxiety around the idea of you know people being in one place for a long time and. <laughs> you know, uh, terrible <laughs> things were happening just randomly. Uh, Hugh Laurie's running around. So, uh, yeah, I guess what were your, well, I guess, A, what were your thoughts on Avenue 5? Let's let's dig into that a little bit. And then just, um, just yeah, how yeah. your experience was with watching this um, in the era that we're watching it. I uh, I've actually got some, you know. I think it's uh, Avenue Five. I just aren't. I actually liked Avenue Five mainly because of Hugh Laurie. I think if it didn't have Hugh Laurie, yeah. I think I would have never. I would have been neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, but Hugh Laurie is just. It's just Hugh Laurie, isn't he? He's just brilliant. Right. Yeah. He could do, he could yeah. do anything really, and it'd be watchable. Yeah. Um. So I really liked Avenue Five. I I do like if you put it in space there's a high chance I'm going to like it. Because um, yeah. I'm, that, I'm that way inclined. Uh, yeah. So even a bad sci-fi is still, you know, still all right for me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it, it's weird, isn't it? I like, I don't know if I like the fact that lots of, and lots of people might disagree, uh, that I like that, pe- that COVID has been included in, um, in, like lots of films and TV shows, yeah. uh, it's been integrated. Uh, there's lots of, um, you know, there's lots of uh, like medical dramas that I'd that maybe I was watching. Suddenly, for a whole season, COVID was a factor, um, right? And things like that. And I sort of, I'm not massively keen on that because although it it gives it uh, a sense of, you know, being realistic, and maybe people can relate. I also watch TV and films, so I don't have to think about real life. Right, and, suddenly, yeah. and suddenly COVID, COVID, I find, you know, COVID was very frustrating. And then, uh, 
you know, luckily this not this has a brief bit about COVID right that you know they it was mentioned right at the beginning, you know, referred to, yeah. and then that's it. So it's not too bad in um, Glass Onion, but a lot of TV shows it's very, you, you know, they made it a very prominent part of um either an episode or a show or, or the film and uh yeah. i'm thinking no i've had enough of covid <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i don't want to think yeah. about it anymore it, it definitely was a topic that it felt like for a while shows felt they had to include it they had to like acknowledge that a pandemic was happening uh like you say with the medical dramas and i mean even things like this where it's like it is I, so glass onion it's pretty minimal it's just sort of in the beginning and then they have ethan hawk to come on to uh make sure that like okay we're gonna do this and then uh we're not gonna have people walking around in masks acting for the whole movie but uh yeah it does there there was a point i feel like there was a tipping point where like when things started to be made again uh i was like okay they're addressing the fact that we've all been in our houses for you know a year uh, and then shortly after that, I was like, I would like people to stop talking about how we've been, all been in our houses for a year. Let's like, please just go solve a mystery. Uh, or, yeah, that's you know. yeah. I think the way that Glass Onion did it was a, a good amount. It addressed yeah. it, but it wasn't in your face. And I'm OK yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely, uh, you know. I think at the time this came out, it was just sort of a, well, I mean, it was filming in 2021. So you still feel like you kind of have to, if you're going to set it modern day, that is a thing that has happened. But uh, yeah, I agree. It, it handled it pretty well uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, As far as, uh, so you mentioned your, uh, your interest in sci-fi. I do want to get sort of, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the rest of Ryan Johnson's work? So, uh, I mean, some of that is, you know, more obviously stuff like Looper, uh, but also, uh, you know, The Last Jedi. Um, what were your thoughts on, uh, I guess, just his his body of work and specifically those two? Yeah, I, I think, you know, he he, you know, done some good films. Uh, Looper, you know, I'll just mention Looper is, I think, a great film. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and now one that you've brought up, I'm going to have to watch again. So <laughs> I blame that on you for using up in a couple of hours of my life. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to have to sit and watch that again. Um, but yeah, that that was good. Uh, the The Last Jedi, uh, I, the, the some of it was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think that's not really down to the uh, directing. The direct, it's the the. Yeah. It was the script, the storyline that um yeah. that I was, um I took some issue with. Um, right. But, I mean, certainly I mean, just uh, yeah, a, a very inconsistent uh sort of well trilogy overall, uh, but uh so yeah, it just there's a lot going on that um i feel like could work well um and it, yeah i i feel like it just there were some hits and misses let's let's go with that yeah but <laughs> so i did read that uh ryan johnson did he directed uh some uh, breaking bad episodes 
and yeah. one of which is sort of one of my favorites the the episode with the fly uh, buzzing yeah. around the lab uh, which is a fantastic episode um so i was which i didn't realize that he had directed it's been such a long time since i've watched breaking bad um right but when I, I, I when I saw that, I was pleasantly surprised that that was to see that was him. So when you saw that, uh, had you been, uh, I guess, had that been something that you'd seen contemporaneously? Had had you, did you see, uh, I guess, the episode fly? Like, were you watching it like one a week uh, as it was coming mm-hmm. out, or were you watching it later? Like with most things in life, I was a little behind. Uh, <laughs> I um okay, no yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't I didn't watch it I think I'd caught up by by the final season or couple of seasons yeah. I was uh, I was up to date but definitely for the first few seasons uh, I wasn't I was the same with Game of Thrones I remember watching yeah, the first yeah. episode of Game and Thro- Game of Thrones and I thought nah this is rubbish uh, <laughs> and then I, w- I went back oh, how wrong I was I went back to it yeah uh, like I don't know six months later or a year later and then and then started watching it again so i was i was behind on that for the first few seasons so for some reason that seems to be my pattern um i I mean i think that honestly um probably helps in a lot of ways i mean i know that you know as i was watching this when i when i watched breaking bad like as it was airing i remember being one of the people who was frustrated with fly uh, because it seemed to, as you're waiting every week, it sort of seemed to, you know, you're doing a bottle episode, this interesting character study, but for, you know, if you're waiting to see what happens next, it felt like it kind of grounded to a halt. And then, uh, you know, just a few uh, years later, uh, you know, sort of rewatching things to catch up for Better Call Saul, um, Rewatching Fly and being like, "This is amazing! This is an amazing episode of television." I don't it's know why. It gets... Yeah, yeah. When you were watching it, you were probably like, "What waste of an episode!" I want to see what happens next. Right, right. And it's it's this fascinating, you know, just study of frustration and these characters and how, uh, you know, how what they're doing is weighing on them. And it's yeah, I, I fully agree. Um, but yeah, it is a, a great episode. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot. Um, I mean, so uh, his earlier work. Have you? Um, I haven't seen the Brothers Bloom. That is still something I've I've not gotten to. But um, things like Brick. Um, I guess what's your experience with some of that work? No, do you know what I? I think the first um, film that he directed that I saw was Looper, and I haven't watched Brick or. The Brothers Bloom, um, yeah. which is, I know, probably shameful of me, because I should. Um, I mean, I haven't st- seen The Brothers Bloom, so I am there in the shame. So. Um, but yes, yeah, so obviously Looper, The Last Jedi, and the two Knives Out films I've seen, and, and sort of, I think now, sort of you realise, you know, the, that he is quite, well, not only now, but, you know, it's obviously everything he's brought out since Looper is... He's generally been quite good, isn't it? So he's he's yeah. one to watch now, and he's he's on my radar. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that's also, I mean, that's another. Uh, who is? 
Who do we have in Looper? There's Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the makeup. Is it Bruce Willis who's playing the older? Um... Yeah, yeah, Bruce Willis. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, uh, obviously another uh, uh, thing that, you know, comes to mind uh, that, you know, the stuff that he's dealing with um, and sort of how uh, it doesn't feel like Looper came out that long ago. Um, no. 2012, it... I guess. So it, ha- it has been a decade, but. But yeah, uh, just how how life progresses uh, in sort of a, I didn't mean to, you know, bring us down a very morose path uh, with, with uh, you know, a, a really great movie, which I uh, need to go and rewatch because I have I don't think I've seen it since it came out. And I remember liking it, but just haven't like made that effort to, to rewatch it. But I think I should now. Um, I think the, the problem is with. Uh, streaming services like Netflix and if you've got Apple and, and Amazon Prime and what's the other one like Disney and every, every they're all bringing out their own uh, original films as well as you've got all these other films being made in TV shows. Yeah, the idea of going back to watch something you already watched um, yeah. when there's a lot of new stuff, you think oh, I want all this new stuff that you want to watch. Um, I certainly I don't go back and watch films or TV shows as much as I used yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that like it's saturated, just... isn't it? Yeah, the, the amount of options that you have are just kind of overwhelming, and so it is easier to just say, okay, well, I've, I've, watched that, I've logged that. I'm past it. I am moving on to other stuff to try to like, keep on top of everything that's coming out. Um, it, like In the same way that, like I don't know, a few years ago when I was like, oh, I'm going to set a reading goal for myself, and then I found like, in doing this, I've disincentivized myself from like reading longer books or reading books I enjoyed again. Uh, so I'm going to stop doing this. Because, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, there are uh, things like, for example, Glass Onion that, uh, you know, I'm glad I've gone and revisited and revisited in this strange, very micro focused format. Um, so, yeah. It'll uh, make 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 you a better man. Yeah, I'm almost yeah. A little bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else that we want to, uh, I guess, look at for uh, minute number one thirty eight here? Uh, sort of our visual effects minute. Uh, no, not a lot. Just uh, really, just that I'm. Um, I don't know if impressed and prized about how many people work on visual effects. You do forget. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was just, uh, like I said, impressed that so many people work on it, and you know the the visual effects are really good on it. Um, a lot of yeah. the 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 scenes of the the glass onion itself and the things they do uh, are really good. Um, but yeah, no, that's everything. Yeah, I mean, it is. Uh, you know. It is really striking how, you know, in earlier minutes, even in the credits, we're walking through and we're seeing, like, you know, uh, catering by Jerry. We're seeing individual, this is the person that orchestrated everything. And then you get to VFX and it's just, here are a literal hundred names. Good luck. Uh, there's there are so many people that worked on this movie. And I mean, you know, uh, I, I hope we're doing uh, what we can to sort of honor that honor that contribution uh of uh yeah just a lot of folk 
I think so. I think, by, I think by doing this, I think we've probably already talked about the supporting uh, people that do the things like the VFX and um, and things like that. We've already talked about it more than 99.9% .9 of the population. Right. So I think we've done our part. All right. Uh, well, uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening uh, to another episode of Glass Onion Minute. Uh, we are on X, formerly Twitter, and Facebook at Glass Onion Minute. Um, please take a moment to rate and review uh, the show wherever you found it, and we will be back tomorrow uh, for our second to last Glass Onion Minute. <laughs>